Welcome back to another episode of Miles More Madness. Joined as always by former Nebraska coach Tim Miles. Tim, living that Los Angeles life this week. Am I correct? How's it going? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, who sings that? Is that like a Fergie kind of I have song? no idea. You if, know what I mean? If, it, I if it is a song, I don't know it. I believe There's you. I Love L.A. You, you live in Kansas. Yeah, you immediately go to uh, Randy Newman, by the way. Is it Randy Newman? I'm, I, Gary I'm, Newman. A boom, I'm a boomer. Randy Newman sounds right to me. Yeah. Beller can get us this. Gary. It's the the musician? Yeah, Gary Newman, I think. No, no, no. It's Randy Newman, the Toy Story guy? Yeah, it's yeah. Randy. I win. Randy. Wow. And did you just claim to be a boomer? <laughs> oh, I'm a boomer. My friends okay, call me Boomer, Bo- boomer Curtis. <laughs> okay, Boomer. Okay. Uh, so I am not uh, a Boomer. Sure you are. I'm not. I've missed by a year. <laughs> Just a year. Snark. Really? This is snarky uh, boy. <laughs> That's great. Uh, so how, we go out to, my wife and I go out to L.A. about once a year. My buddy lives in Hermosa Beach. Go out there about once nice. a year. It's pretty awesome. Nice. Yeah, we, um, I'm up in Calabasas right now, and then I'll be staying uh, down in Westwood for the rest of the week. That's pretty cool. And you're there to see your former assistant, Michael Lewis. Yep, yeah. So I've had, ch- had a chance to watch uh, UCLA and Mick Cronin practice. And, they, you know, it's uh, another, another fascinating way where I, I said to you last week, nothing matters but the mentality of a team. And that is one thing you can see in Mick Cronin's team is their mentality is terrific. Um, they're a hardworking team. They're locked in. They're tough-minded. And um, and he coaches every minute detail. Very impressed with Mick. And uh, uh, But it doesn't matter if you practice hard, practice short, practice long. Um, it's just the mentality of that team coming out ready to compete. And they've got two big ones against Arizona, Arizona State. Well, I'll flip that order. But um, – uh, you know, it's uh, it'll be a big weekend, and I'm glad to be around for it. And I might play a little golf. That's pretty sweet. It's I, like uh, 75 degrees. I, I got a got a self plug here, self promote. I just had a story come out today behind the scenes with Kelvin Sampson. Do you think there's some similarities between those two? Because the way you were just describing him sounds a lot like Houston and, and Sampson. Yeah. How come those play? How come? How come tough Biden this works? <laughs> I don't know, but man, he is, he is one tough dude. It would be, uh, I mean, I, I, I love being around them and, and, you know, seeing how, how it's, how the sauce is made, but, uh, he's, he's a, he's a tough cookie for sure. Yeah. I look forward to, to seeing that. That'll be a good read. It's, it's out today on the athletic. So, uh, go check it out right on the uh, top of the college basketball page. So, I want to talk about some teams that are maybe a little different than those uh, <laughs> those two, right? So Michael Beller brought us the, the this idea, and I like it, the grading the offense-only teams. And the three he spit out were Creighton, BYU, and Iowa. Just kind of uh, maybe, maybe I'd like, rank those. I'd like, or, to, I'd like to add one. I want to add one. Go for it. Uh, Michael, is, Michael, is it okay if I add LSU? Absolutely. Let's get them in this party. Yeah, because the way they do it is more unique than the other guys, I think. How so? 
uh, they don't make threes and they really don't take threes. Yeah, that's true. They kill you on the offensive glass. They don't play that fast Mm -hmm. and they don't play any defense. They are just, (laughs) they're just strong ass on the offensive end. Don't you think they could be pretty good at defense considering their personnel? Isn't it kind of surprising? They're just great on offense. Yeah, without but, shooting threes or making threes. 31% from three. They got some athletic dude. Like Skylar Mays and Javante Smart should be like really good defenders. I feel like. I don't know. We're here just, to talk about me. offense. We are. We're here to talk <laughs> about <laughs> offense. So this is why we're talking about them. They, We don't care about defense. They don't care about defense. It's fine. <laughs> Which of those four do you think cares the most about defense? You know, I, I've watched BYU a couple times. Uh-huh. Uh, played against BYU. Uh, played man, and then um, then at the first under sixteen timeout, they go two three zone, and if you torched it, this is the old days, Coach Rose, mm-hmm. Dave Rose. Yeah. Member of what what what? Just bringing this fly full slam circle. a jamma, fly slam a jamma. Yeah. I know. Most it. unlikely. Most most unlikely dude to be on five slam and <laughs> Not quite like a Cl- uh, Clyde or a Hakeem. Nope, not quite Michael Young or any of the other guys. But yeah. uh, uh, you know when you uh, anyhow they they would go two three zone at uh, under the first media, and then just if you torched it, they get out of it, and go back man, and if you didn't, if you struggled with it, they just stay in it until and then do it again the second half. Um, and uh, so systematically, you know, Iowa reminds me of that. And Iowa, here's the thing about Iowa is, like, I think that they're, they've guarded harder uh, with Connor McCaffrey, Joe Wieskamp in the game. You know, Jordan, they've had the small guards like Cassell in the past and Jordan Bohannon that you could kind of take advantage of. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, without that, they've got more length and more strength. So I, you know, uh, ratings be damned. You know, Iowa seems like they care about defense. And Creighton, I always felt like does a pretty good job with like their their scouting report defense. Yeah, they I just don't, don't guard a few guys. They just pick a few guys not to guard. Yeah, yeah. Which is fine, and yeah. but because that really helps your defense. You've got an automatic helper. A, mm-hmm. You know, we call it a dork. You can pick a guy to dork and just stand there and keep an eye on him. Yeah, keep an eye on him. And um, and they, they do a good job of game planning, there's no doubt. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's just that that doesn't always work, you know, against, you know, your best opponents because For now sure. eventually you got to go out and guard everybody. And um, Some and teams don't have exposed. dorks. Some teams don't have dorks. Yeah, I usually I, – I tried to always keep a few on the team just so we'd lose <laughs> – so, <laughs> not naming names, but yeah, the uh, non-shooters. But um, yeah, so in in BYU, uh, you know, just in, in Creighton, do they they play fast and hard? Uh, and um, but usually, I think it comes down to the reason that uh, Creighton team or BYU team is just that depth, that interior depth hurts you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I believe, you know, which we think L- LSU's got some good size and, yeah. and, um, Iowa has good size. 
uh, but um, uh, but their defense is not highly regarded um, or rated. And that's all we're talking about here today. We're not talking about any mm-hmm. anything other than that, right? Yeah. Creighton's playing like as small as ever this year, too. Well, why not? And I mean, there's no yeah. consequence to it until somebody punishes you. And mm-hmm. the Big East is not a uh, – it's a four-out league at a minimum. And, you know, as teams play four out and five out, uh, you know, why not? So uh, it's not going to hurt you. And so go get them. What's it like to play, to, to prepare and coach against that pace? And I'm thinking, you know, all Creighton, Iowa, and um, BYU, you know, play. I mean, definitely Creighton and Iowa play it, play it just frenetic pace. BYU, um, not as necessarily fast in their pace, but 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 the way they their act, the way they go through their actions, is just you know very very much pace in like the half court, right? So what, what's it what's it like to prepare well, for those teams? And, but I, I want to get in this like BYU and Creighton. I, I wish I could tune into every one of their games because because both of those teams are really really fun to watch play offense. First of all, uh, through uh, what I would say, you know, not even thirty games, BYU's got three guys that make over fifty threes. Um, one guy makes seventy six threes, uh, and they make them at forty one percent. You know what I mean? And then Yoli Childs just coming in as a stretch four, stretch five, you know, has made 19 and 17 games. So their ability to make and shoot threes, which they do it, you know, oftentimes pace is great because um, guys that have confidence play with pace, you know? Mm. And so those guys that are confident shooters, you know, will play slow to fast and, and you just feel threatened because if, if one of those guys like Mitch Ballock gets a catch, and he might be anywhere on the floor. You think he's making it. And you're like, oh, boy, you know, if I give this guy a catch, you know, and back in the day, you know, we had we guarded Jackson Emery and one of the other Hawes kids. And, and then, oh, Jimmer Fredette, by the way, was the point guard. And um, so it was like any one of those guys that gets an open look is going to punish you. Uh, Jonathan Tavenari was their stretch four. And, uh, you know, through the time, I think the ability to shoot the basketball and and then as those people gain confidence, even what they don't do well uh, almost disappears because of that threat of the catch and shoot and the make. And and then their confidence level, how hard they cut and how hard they play, puts a lot of pressure on you. And again, what's funny is that we've got BYU Creighton do it by making threes. Iowa plays through Luca Garza inside out and doesn't really mm-hmm. make a lot of threes. And um, and really, LSU doesn't make any, but just brutalizes you on the glass and the free throw line. So, you know, it's kind of three different ways of being great at offense uh, and all highly effective, you know. Uh, so it's not just the three-point uh, shot, because if you watch Iowa closely, you'll see Luca Garza posting up in the first four seconds of every shot clock. He's down the floor in three or four seconds, and he's got his – big old butt on you, just posting on you. And that just wears you out. You know, the other night, Daniel Ortura missed the front end of a one-on-one because he'd been, you know, it reminds me of uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in Airplane when um, the one little kid says he's the pilot and he goes, uh, my dad says you're no good. You don't play any defense or whatever. 
And he says, you try lugging Walton and Chamberlain up the lug Walton and lug and Chamberlain's ass up the court all night or whatever it is, <laughs> you know. Uh, but that's what Luca Garza does. I mean, he just makes you feel like you have to Takes battle him. Yeah. yeah. And then Oturo misses the uh, front end of one on one. And what a, you know, punishing loss again for Minnesota at home last night against Maryland. Same thing. Just missed a few free throws at the end. Uh, had a chance for big wins against Iowa and Maryland. and But but really, you know, you, you look at what a guy like Sticks, who really runs the floor, uh, Jalen Smith for Maryland, you, a guy like Garza, how they put pressure on you. And um, and that can wear you out. And, and you know, you see that, what, what I would say would be an unintended consequence for my team if I'm coaching against it. But you can see it as an opportunity for those offenses. So one of the guys I love <clears throat> on one of these teams is uh, Kansas boy, Mitchell Bollock from Eudora, Kansas was uh, his fifth grade teacher was one of my buddies, which is kind of cool. But how about this? How, how good would, uh, I mean, Kansas is already awesome. Maybe, you know, one of the best two teams in the country. He, he's so Eudora is about five minutes from Lawrence. KU recruited him. If you put his like playmaking and shooting on on that Kansas team, like he would fit pretty perfectly. It's kind of crazy to think what even what they would be. With, and this uh, is see them. see it's I brought stuff it like this that are this is stuff like this is our coaches' killers because now you're planting ideas on the one time transfer <laughs> where no no he's, he's you yeah. think he's leaving Creighton? He loves it there. Yeah, I, but it's people like you who are going to ruin it for the coaches oh, by suggesting that this good player and, and the, again, the fake news of the media, <laughs> um, oh, you know, geez. and so, um, uh, but, but yeah, I can see that would be a huge threat, but I, he should yeah. stay at Creighton. Oh yeah. He's, it's a perfect fit for him, but I'm just saying, man, you put that. Well, I got you. Yeah. It was, it, it yeah. Just pretty, anybody pretty that, that has that ability to quick release, you know, he's a bigger body kid like him. And what uh -huh. I mean by that, he's a strong and he's what, six, four, five, something like that, That's you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and he's still, he's got great instincts. He passes well, he probably just doesn't handle it that well. He can't get separation and play ball yeah. in hand, but when the ball's in his hand, it's going out of his hand and in the basket quickly from if, 30 feet. <laughs> if he ever gets that, that off the bounce, gets a little more comfortable there and, and, and proves that, you know, who, who I thought he would kind of develop into like a poor man's version of this Manu Ginobili. I always saw a little Ginobili in, in Mitchell Bollock. So yeah, those love, lefties love. all kind of have the same way yeah. they carry themselves and stuff like uh -huh. that. Yeah. He's, he's awesome. All right. So which of these four teams do you think makes it the furthest in the tournament? Iowa. <laughs> I knew you were going to go Iowa big 10 Homer. I, I say it's either Creighton or BYU. I'll go uh, – I'll, I'll say BYU, but I think it's close. Creighton's never made it past the uh, second round under McDermott. So, I think this is the year where that, that happens. But I'll, I'll go BYU. I think uh, having Childs is, uh, is the one thing that maybe makes them different than, than Creighton. So, I'll go, uh, I'll go BYU. And we know that everybody's out to get LSU according to – you know I mean, they're making them play on Wednesday, then again on Saturday, late then early. You know, yeah. holy cow, there's what a tough there's break! There's probably going to be like somebody from the NCAA has like one of those 
little, you know, the dart thing, like out of your mouth or whatever. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> somebody from a... the NCAA hitting, hitting Javante Smart right in the butt with one of those. It's like, whoa, what's wrong with Smart? <laughs> I thought the NCAA might go down to uh, Baton Rouge or um, or Baton New Orleans Rouge. and get a uh, get a uh, voodoo doll and get uh-huh. them that way. You know. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, a lot they, of options do, in Louisiana. They'll do everything they can. They'll make a, some strong ass moves to try to <laughs> slow down that train. Just never gets old. It never gets. It doesn't. It's never gonna get old. It's never no. gonna get old. I think like twenty years from now, we're still gonna be what, using that strong ass offer stuff. What a it's, what a I, what a legacy. That's a le- it's a legacy, man. It's <laughs> that's, that's the best line ever. Before we move on, I want to take a moment to tell you about the great things going on at the Athletic. The Athletic is home to 400 of the best sports writers out there, covering every major team and every major league in the U.S., Canada, and the U.K. I love The Athletic because we have the best damn college basketball team in the country. National folks like Seth Davis, Dane O'Neill, and Brian Hamilton. We've got Michael Beller's co-host, Brian Bennett, on mid-majors. And then some awesome beat folks like Kyle Tucker and Brendan Quinn, and the list goes on and on. Simply put, we have the best sports newsroom on the planet. But you don't have to take my word for it. You can see for yourself by signing up for a free trial. Head to theathletic.com slash milesmore to save 40% off on an annual subscription. That works out to $3 a month for total access to some of the best sports coverage in the world. What are you waiting for, people? That's theathletic.com slash milesmore. Two O's and more because that's the way my ancestors spelled it. Go to that address and save 40%. All right. So sticking with uh, kind of an NCAA tournament theme since we're getting close. March is almost here. Can you can you feel it, Timmy? What's it? Does, does it feel any oh, different with March Jackson approaching? Five. When, Jackson huh? 5. Cue it up, Michael. Jackson, Jackson 5. Can you feel it? Can you feel it? Can you feel it? Those, royal, oh, those, those royalty fees are a little expensive for us. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh. <laughs> I I love me some Jackson Five though. Love me some Jackson Five. Love me some Michael Jackson. I'm I'm right there with you, Timmy. It's good stuff. Oh no, it's 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 the best. Mo, Mo, Motown is some of my uh, some of my favorite music. Uh oh, we're gonna get sued. No, we're gonna get sued. You Don't listen. It. It's just my iPhone. I bought this on iTunes. I mean. Michael, I'm sorry. He's going to get us in trouble. Sorry, Mike. You'll handle it. You'll figure it out. The Jackson Estate's coming for you. The Jackson Estate. They're on a plane to Los Angeles as we speak. First of all, you know they're listening to this show. Jacksons, we love you. We love you. Yeah, they're they're for sure listening. Who's not? They can feel it. They can can feel feel it. it. All right, so, you know, we wanted to do a fun little thing here. It's pretty much gone like this since the Ken Palm site has come out that – Whoever has won the national title has finished top 20 in offensive and defensive efficiency. I think the only team that has is maybe like a Connecticut who, uh, you know, wins a couple random national titles. Um, you cannot I, say – you cannot dismiss – I dismiss what happens with the, the Connecticut Kevin national Ali titles. And Jim Calhoun. I mean, maybe I'll give Calhoun – his, his he made it in nineteen and fifteen on the uh, adjusted O and the adjusted D. 
But the uh, 2014 fluke national title by Connecticut. Come at me, Connecticut fans. 39 offense by uh, those Huskies. I mean, Shabazz was 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 pretty awesome, but uh, they were ten in defense, pretty good defensive team. But that was that was a weird random uh, NCAA tournament, 2014. As was the uh, the eleven one was pretty pretty ra- crazy too. All right, I don't recall so the 2014 tournament. That's Fl- Florida was probably the best team there. But are you, were you in that tournament? Is that what you're talking about? That I, I that it was me, Dean Smith, Larry Stacy. You still can't prove to me that we lost the game against Baylor. <laughs> I got kicked out with like uh, eight minutes end. left. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna, I, uh, I was gonna cue that up, and when we had Scott Scott Drew, I was gonna ask Scott Drew, uh, what did Tim Miles and Mike Boynton have in common? You both know, been ejected from to? one of his games. Yep, yep, both been ejected from one of his games. And you, you just you wandered outside your coach's box. Wasn't that what it was? Because yeah, they didn't start the shot clock, and um, so I was waving my arms outside the coaching box. And Carl Hess said, "I said that's a correctable error. What are you doing teeing me up?" He said, "Too late now, buddy." Oh my gosh! What a I'll say it. Yeah. What a jerk! What a jerk! Like I that's, think that's the most being BS technical ever. That's the most BS technical ever, and I've seen some pretty BS ones, but that's that's got to rank up there. So, but so that 2014 tournament to me almost yeah. doesn't exist. But, but <laughs> in, in fact, Nebraska in my mind is still playing in in perpetuity. In perpetuity. Oh, right, make it so, eternity, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, the premise here is the team that's won it finishes in the top 20 in, in both adjusted offensive and defensive efficiency since that happens with the very end where you know when you when you look at this you're just looking at the end yeah, numbers obviously some teams could get there if they go on a run like last year Texas Tech I remember at one point was like maybe at this time of the season was close to the 50s in adjusted offensive efficiency and fin- ended up finishing in the top 20 so I'm we, we pulled I think it's 11 teams that are even that are either there currently top 20 in both or close enough that they could obviously get there. All right. So I'm going to read you the teams here. First of all, the first four are both qualify already. They're all, they're both in the, or they're, they're all four are in the top 20, Kansas, Baylor, San Diego state and Duke. And then we've got uh, seven others who are close Gonzaga, Michigan state, Maryland, Michigan, Ohio state, Arizona and Houston. Another uh, another shout out for the Kooks. Go read my story on Kevin Sampson. Do it, do it. All right, we've got eleven teams here. Timmy, does the national champion come out of these eleven teams? What do you think? Did you name if all eleven? If I gave you, yeah, I did. did I guess I wasn't paying attention. Fell, it's okay. You don't usually. If I gave you those eleven teams versus the field, who you got? Who you taking? Well, I'm split between two teams because this is the way we do it on our show. We never really want to be ugly wrong, so we kind of hedge our bet and try and play the long game on this. And the two teams that I have picked are not Duke. It's Gonzaga and Kansas. And I picked Kansas because only because I knew you wanted to pick Kansas. 
because you're such <laughs> no, a no. Big Twelve homer. This this isn't the such question a... I asked. You you you've again you have not listened. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I, I was on I was online reading the internet. I was reading <laughs> Ken Palm. I was looking at the weekend games actually. Read uh, read Palm. So I said if I gave you I'd give you these eleven teams. Okay. It, it, yes. Yes. Those eleven teams coming. versus the field. Does yeah. the yeah. national champion yes. come out of one of these eleven teams? Yeah. The answer is yes. I just I figured since we already set it up that it's never happened before. Uh, but again, that's I assume too much, and you know what happens when you assume. Make an ass out of you and me. Exactly. Good spelling. Great way to spell. All right. All so right. yes, yes. The answer is yes, and it's Gonzaga in Kansas, and I'm picking Kansas just so you can't. <laughs> but I also think they're really good. I think Kansas and Baylor are the best two in the country. Do you think Kansas and Gonzaga are the best two? I think they're the two that are most likely to win the national championship because they'll keep Fair Gonzaga enough. out west. Yeah. Kansas stay in the Midwest, and then you'll get with well, Duke or somebody out in the East. One of those guys. Baylor will have the South. Right through Houston. Yeah. It's a pretty nice setup. Yeah. So if so yeah. if I let's let's uh let's do it this way. If if you had to pick a team not on that list to win it, who would be your first pick? Got give me the list again. There. Yeah, give me the list again. Quick. Do you want to give you the like the highest Ken Palm teams that aren't on our list? Well, that's what I was doing, just going to Ken Palm to yeah, say. So I would guess what so Michigan State well, Michigan State, no, we put Michigan State on our list. So, here, let me read you some teams. Dayton, West Virginia, Creighton, Louisville, Villanova, Florida State. Florida State might be good enough to – Florida State's 34 in offense. That That's a team yeah, to get Yeah, Florida up State would be my pick. Florida State. Seton yep. Hall, also another one. I might Ooh, go Seton I Hall. like Seton Hall, yeah. I, I might go Seton Hall. I like Seton I, Hall. I, I, I do the same thing you did. I take a 1A, 1B there. Um, yeah. Seton Hall's got a lot of elements. Just hasn't played as well recently, but, um, you know, played at such a high level early, it's sometimes hard to keep that. Louisville and uh, Forest State, interesting. Those teams could maybe have enough juice. What do you think? Um, Louisville worries me just, you know, as I Our look at them. Man. Yeah. I just don't, you know, they're so strong in their front court. Uh, but uh, I, I'm just not positive that, you know, that they have the playmaking elements to get it done. What kind of run do you think uh, Pat Chambers and uh, Nittany Lions can go on? Wow. Are they charmed or is this my imagination, by the way? I mean, seriously, you look at, you know, them the other night. It's that last night. Yeah. And um, I'm just like, wow. I mean, uh, they're sitting there. And um, dead in the water, you know, just like Maryland. And both teams came back and won. Just remarkable wins. Um, what concerns me is uh, they are a team of momentum. And my opinion is that um, by the time they get through this streak of they have to go to Iowa and Michigan State, they could lose both those games. And uh, they would have lost four out of six to end the year. And I don't like that. I don't like that momentum their way. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, though. I mean, I don't know if momentum going into the tournament 
you, you think it's a thing, but then there are many examples of teams that just like go have a crappy finish and then go on a run. Syracuse I, has had I would, some years like that. See, I would, heck, Texas Tech last year in the Big 12 tournament lost to last place West Virginia. Every, I think people forget about that. In, the, in their first Big 12 tournament game, they lose to last place West Virginia. Then they go on that run to the championship game. I would like to see a study correlation type of thing of tournament runs with teams with no momentum or unexpected momentum, right? And to see what the difference in like their last 10 games and their NCA run of, you know, four or five games, whatever it is, right? Um, and see uh, it, what three-point shooting is and three-point defense, uh-huh. you know, and to Fair see enough. like, okay, did, those are, did they do phenomenally at one or the bit? other? Because you think those are maybe a little bit luck factors in a way. Yeah, yeah, just getting hot and, and, you know, good shooting, bad shooting kind of becomes like a virus and uh, spreads amongst, and there you go. All right, well, it'll uh, – uh, so we're both in agreement. The champ comes out of one of these teams. Mark it down, Michael, so we can come back to this at the end and uh, see if we were, were right or not. How about Ohio when did, State still when did Michael Beller become your administrative assistant? <laughs> I mean, Remember I feel like last that's a producer. Michael? I feel like that's a producer like thing, right? They gotta they gotta keep track of this stuff. The talent can't be trusted to keep track of this stuff. We're the freaking talent. Yeah, I'm not getting I paid for say, this by any chance. You know, either so. am I. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, for your administrative assistant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. That's true. <laughs> Other duties Whatever, as Michael. assigned, Michael. Other duties as assigned. Yeah, but who, I who's thought CJ it, to assign? They sent me the job qualifications for producer, and it was in there, administrative assistant. I do not believe that in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> but yeah, that's okay, whatever. CJ. You're just like a coach now. You just lie on, the, on command. <laughs> You're rubbing off on me. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're rubbing off on me. Uh, we both agree. We, Michael, write that we, down. <laughs> before we get to the uh, before we get to the games, did you watch Kansas Baylor? I mean, we, I feel like we should talk about that just a just a hair. That was the biggest, maybe the biggest game of the year. I was well, there. Let's let let's let first of all, let's let the man pick. Let's the game let Beller speak. Yeah, what'd you think, Beller? I think I'm a genius. That's what I think. Hundred <laughs> percent. One Typical for producer. one. He's one for one. Yeah, right. I'm a t- I'm atop the standings for life now. Retire. Imperpetuity. Imperpetuity. What is it? Forever. Perpetuity. Perpetuity. I think it is. Perpetuity. Yeah, you know who you are. Yeah, I want. I want to see four rounds of Kansas Baylor. Would you sign up for that? Yeah, I think it'd be great. I think it was. So tell me about the game atmosphere and what it was like to be there. Great, great atmosphere. Place was charged. Bill Self walks in like, we're going to win this mother effing thing. I mean, he was, that dude was locked in. But environment there was really, really cool. It just, you know, some games you're just there and it feels big. You know, the, the, ev- just everything about it feels like this is, this is a major, major game. Even though it was 11 o'clock tip. I like the 11 o'clock tip because I was finished writing before uh, the middle of the night, which like, you know, Kansas plays eight o'clock on Monday. I pull in my driveway at three 30 in the morning. So 
give me all the 11 a.m. tips. But that was a high-level high game. I wrote about Bill Self's coaching schematic change where they ran a lot of middle ball screens. That really gave Baylor problems, allowed Yudoka Azubuke to dominate. He was awesome. Kansas over the last month, Kansas was already good, but over the last month that the Jayhawks have gotten – They've, they've taken it to another level with Marcus Garrett playing awesome, and now Udoka just he's, – he's possessed right now. So I have a question for you. Yeah. D'Souza's been out those games, correct? Yeah, he's uh, out of the rotation. Like, yeah, now when, when he comes back, do you bring him back in the rotation or do you leave no. him out? No. This is, this is a nice out that you can just leave him out. Because he, he doesn't – I don't think he helps him in any way. Basically, the only way he plays, I think, is is foul prob- foul trouble, or uh, in blowouts. Would you disagree or agree? Well, I, I I I do believe that when you have a role guy and you try and bring him back, sometimes it can make you worse, so to speak. And yeah, um, he, there's just nothing he does that um, can really help them in right right now i mean you want to play udoka as much as you can like without getting him too tired so you want to play him at least 30 minutes a game and then you don't want to play the too big lineup does not work for them so the the only minutes that are available are at the five and david mccormick's just a little bit better than silvio i think and um so you know he's gonna eat up those those backup fives i guess you know if, if mccormick comes in and he struggles you could maybe go to, to, to Silvio as your backup here and there. That's kind of how they were doing it right before the 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 fight happened. But, um, yeah, I think it'll uh, – I, I, I have a hard time believing he's back in the rotation. I don't I, – I mean, I think it's a it's a good thing for us to discuss, and I'm glad we did. Let's, yeah. let's find out what let's, the standings are, though, because I got my butt uh, kicked again last week, I'm sure. I did not like yeah. my picks. It was not a uh, it was not a good week for you. I think I went five. I, I just did this the other day. I went five and five against the Ken. I'm pull, I'm pulling it up. I should have had it pulled up already. My apologies. You know I'm I'm not not, not at my best. Not at my best today, Timmy. Not at my best today. But I'm sure you'll blame your kids. I'm sure you blame your kids or your no, dog. No, it's not. It's not my kids or my dog's fault. It's it's my own damn fault. I'm I'm just. <laughs> You know, I, play, your like I told you before the Come show. Do it. No, do it. my mother in law is a saint. Lover. Lover. Not going to do it. Jan Bronx is a saint. A lover. I, I am blessed. I think you've said that awesome before. I think you've called her a saint before. She is. She is the well, I, I've got an awesome mom and an awesome mother in law. I am a lucky man. All right. We both went five and five against the kin. Where you really oh, so. struggled. Go ahead. Oh. Looks like we tied again. We tied at five and five against the Ken. I'm forty seven and thirty five. That's a pretty good record. You're forty and forty two against the against the Ken. You're right there, Timmy. You're right there. You can get. Let's get over five hundred this week. Yeah. How does Vegas make any money? I don't. I don't know. I think we know. Uh, forty eight and thirty seven for me overall. Uh, just picking picking winners. And you're forty five and forty after a four and six week picking winners. So tough, tough week for you picking winners. Let's do better well, I'm today. About, I'm about to get hot. You're about to get hot. It's yeah, March is I'm about coming. to make a bunch of threes. About to make a bunch March of threes. Let's go. Let's hot go. Hand. 
All right, let's uh, let's throw out these games where I got them. Here we go. All right, first game, weekend games. And a few of these numbers for the listeners might adjust based on some of these teams playing tonight. Uh, Wisconsin's an example you gave, correct, Michael? Your, your Wisconsin Badgers, they playing tonight? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, we've got some Big Ten games on tonight being Thursday night. Uh, Wisconsin's at Michigan. Illinois is at Northwestern, and Indiana is at Purdue. So if these numbers change, forgive us. We don't really care. All right, Michigan at Maryland. Maryland, a three-point favorite. Tim. Michigan State. Michigan State at Maryland. Good good work, Michael. That's why you're the administrative assistant. You can't even read the thing, Michael. can't even read the email. can't even read good. Can't even read good. You don't read so good, Rock. (laughs) All right, Michigan State at Maryland. Maryland, three-point favorite. Timmy. Maryland has lived a charmed life. And that charm with their three-point spread is about to end. Sparty is going to start doing Spartan-like things and going to find a way to win, and they're not going to let me down. Michigan State. I have a new philosophy. I started last week. I think it went okay for me, but Maryland wins. Big Ten team, home team always wins. Yeah. All right. Penn State at Iowa, Iowa three-point favorite. Just going to do it again. Home team wins. Iowa covers. I'm with you on that one. I just think Iowa's there and covers, yeah. All right. Seton Hall at Marquette. Marquette a two-point favorite. Ooh, this one's tough. You're Marquette up. Looked, Marquette looked great last night. The play last think, night? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, but I think Seton Hall, I think Seton Hall is going to – I'm picking a roadie right here, roadie. Well, you're not going to like this. You know I love those Seton Hall Pirates. You're just going to, for the good of the show, just pick the same I'm picking. Yep, (laughs) for the good of the show. For the good of my record. It's all about the record now, baby. You're only protecting yourself. It's just embarrassing. No, I'm not – I'm trying to stay – I've got – hey, I am so bad at picking games in print. I've got to keep my record good on the Miles Moore match. <laughs> it's my, right. my my one redeeming thing here. Quality, yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to go with Seton Hall. All right, nope. Duke at Virginia. I'm up. Duke is a four-point favorite. Ugh, this one's tough, man. This one's tough. Let's see what Virginia has done at home lately. Let's, let's just see. Oh, so you do research. Instead of researching yeah. before – you're doing the yeah, research well, right now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Virginia's won five straight games, but against some pretty – You you didn't even know that. No, they're the defending national champion who just won five straight, and you're like, nope, oh, it, No, hey. Virginia fans would probably kill me for this if they listened because they all – They should. The team. But you know what? They've they've played here's – this, here's this run. Notre Dame at home, won in overtime. Okay. North Carolina on the road. Carolina – I hate to say it, but they're trash. It's it's kind of scary. Weird. They're trash. Last place. Boston College at home. Obviously, you should win that game. Pittsburgh on the road. Three-point win. Yeah. And then Virginia Tech on the road. Three-point win. Eh. I'll, uh, but man, at home. But Duke's I'm taking win. Virginia. You're taking Virginia off for the good of the pod. I'll say Duke take, wins. Yeah, straight up. Or sorry. Yeah, no, Duke's you have to. Duke, Duke, still Duke have covers. Him. Duke covers. 
So you're picking, wait. Oh, yeah, you're picking Duke to cover and win. I got you. Michael, write that down. Virginia. I'm writing down right. that for the good of the pod, he's taking Duke. For the good, for the good of the pod. For the good of the pod, I'll take the obvious better team. <laughs> All right. Yeah, thank you, Michael's CJ. crushing me this week, man. Michael is not happy with me. He's crushing me. Yeah. Auburn at Kentucky. Kentucky is a six-point favorite. I think uh, you're up even though you stole the first pick last time. Go ahead. Uh, well, I'm taking Kentucky. Wavering. I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm doing the the thing that never oh, works. Kentucky. I was gonna, uh, Kentucky wins, no cover. That's what I wanted to do. Can I not do it now? Well, no, you can't do it. <laughs> All right, I'll say Kentucky covers and wins. Uh, St. Mary's at Gonzaga. Zags are eleven point favorite, I believe. The first time these two teams played at St. Mary's, Gonzaga just smoked them. Right? You're right. Am I right on that yep. one? With, and I'm guessing ninety but... to ninety to sixty. Whew. Yeah, isn't that crazy? There's a little that? gap there. Yeah, I'm gonna say uh, Zags win and cover. I you know agree. what? No, 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 no. Oh. I'll go different. For the good of the pod, you agree? So I'll, di- I'll disagree. Wait. Yeah. Zags win, I... St. Mary's covers. Okay. I disagree with that. Um, so good. We're different for the good of the pod. For the good of the pod. I'll, I'll do that. I'll do that. All right. Michigan at Ohio State. Buckeyes, a three point favorite. Couldn't do my thing. Big home team wins. Home team wins and covers. I need Michigan's to make a play. High. So Michigan's got, yeah, I'm going to make a play. And I'm, I'm thinking they've been saving Isaiah Livers for this moment, even though I have no idea because I'm in L.A. <laughs> going to play golf. But I'm picking Michigan. Hey, whether you win it or not, you're living your best life right now. Yeah. At least this oh, yeah, week. I'm going to be on a golf course all Friday and Saturday. So I will have no clue. I hate you. For the good, for the good of the pod, I, you'll have to cover you me. Know where I'll, you know where I'll be on Saturday? Some crummy gym. Some coverage, but it's gonna be a hot or not not hot in temperature. Hot and everybody's gonna be on the not even on the edge of the seat, on their feet, screaming, angry. I'm gonna be in Manhattan, Kansas. The fight oh. game, the rematch. How about oh, that? Boy. How oh, what is boy. that gym gonna be Gene like? Gene Taylor. Get Gene the Taylor, security. get it, get, get, get the, the security. security, hire them all. What did he tell us? He's like, we're probably gonna have to hire like 200 security guards for that. Yeah, one. yeah, he's gonna have a full week here of of logistical work here. Yeah. So I, you'll, you'll, Gene, we'll Gene Taylor to... needs. You know what he really needs to do is carry a walkie-talkie that oversees every um, other walkie-talkie broadcast, like you know, Channel Nine on the CBs. Uh-huh. Uh, that like I'm the king. He needs to have his own like walkie-talkie and just be, hey, a breaker down there. Uh, how we doing in that corner? That student looks drunk. <laughs> Get him! Throw him out of here! Oh man, we've got so many Big Ten games here. All right, we're we're gonna we're gonna finish these up because because you've got a meeting or something supposedly. I, yeah. Yep. Middle it's breakfast. Minnesota. Oh, it's called. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a meeting. That's your big meeting. It's breakfast. <laughs> I'm hungry. Like 
I haven't had any coffee at 7 so, a.m. So, so listeners, he tells us before, <laughs> we gotta we got to do this in like 45 minutes because I've got a we meeting. Got, I got a meeting. And so I'm thinking, okay, like he's – Nobody he's, asked. He's, Nobody he's, asked. He's meeting, he's meeting with Mick Cronin or something. He's got to meet a man you know, about a horse. <laughs> or, or he's meeting with an athletic director who's decided, hey, yeah, L.A. Nope. would be a great place to meet Tim. Nope. He's got to eat breakfast. Where are you going to breakfast? What's what's wherever going the down? Kardashians go? <laughs> I go to wherever they go. They go here in Calabasas. They mingle amongst the rest of us. Are they Calabasas people? Yeah, Do they live yeah. there. Oh, really? So you go in yeah. like this gated community, and then beyond that, there's another gated community. They're in that one on the ridge. How about that? Is that where Michael's living right now? No, Michael. So you on the ridge? If you all your plumbing comes drains right down here into the, no, this neighborhood. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You get it? Is that where he it is, runs, though? Is, is he living it in Shay run, It Shay runs downhill. Get it? You ever heard that one? You know what It Same. Shay is, Michael? It Shay runs downhill. Yeah, I get it. I mean, CJ's like 30 seconds behind, but I'm with you. I Thank don't you. get it, no. <laughs> okay. I'm saying they like are on Snob Hill up there, Rich Hill. And Michael's okay. just among the commoners down here. Got you. Got you. All right. Do you ever speak big <laughs> Latin, by the way? No. Oh, so I said shit runs downhill. But uh, I said it in big Latin. It's there shit. you go. That's what confused me. Michael's smarter than me. Let's be honest. I think we've determined that a long time ago. And it was with an exclamation point that Michael said, I'm a genius. <laughs> that, was, that was the hammer. I owe it all to Wisconsin. Uh, and who wouldn't? The fighting <laughs> Brad Davisons. Minnesota at Wisconsin. Who wins? Whiskey. Whiskey, do they cover? Four points. Whiskey covers. I got I got whiskey, too. All right, I'll pick this next one. Indiana at Illinois. Illinois, a five-point favorite. I Ooh. am going to stick with my philosophy. You might do the uh, somebody wins, somebody covers thing. I feel it coming, but the Illini take care of business. Indiana's not been good on the road. So the Illini get it done, win and cover. So for the good of the pod, I'm going to have to pick something else. So I'm going to take the Illini to win and not cover. For the good of the pod, write that down, Michael. All right, since Michael can't wait for this to end. Houston, Houston is a seven-point favorite. Did, did I mention that I just did a story on the Houston Cougars? Did I mention that yet? People, yeah, I'm going to pick this so you athletic. can't though. It's my pick. Uh, I, I, just so you, you know, you're going to try to do what I want to do, aren't you? That's why nope. you're sneaking in here. Yep, I'm taking Houston to win and cover. Oh, in, Houston win and cover. So you're doing I'm the seeing, not cover. Yeah, I think Cincinnati covers, but Houston wins. No way. No way. Samson's going to have – I mean, they are going to be charged. They are going to be wound up for that one. And and the game that I went and did the behind-the-scenes thing with them was against Tulsa, who's also tied for first place now. And, man, they just wiped the floor with Tulsa. So I could, I could see what you're picking here happening because pretty good at home. They're undefeated at home in AAC play. I believe they lost to uh, – BYU early in the year on like a last second shot. But um yeah. Did you I'm just gonna, say uh, AAC 
league play, right? You said that. Yeah, Is that true? Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. undefeated. The American. The American. Yeah. They lost I to BYU you. by one point at home. Second game. But we're not to assume that was a league game, right? I said undefeated at home in the AAC. Gotcha. So I'm I don't correct. like I don't like AAC. American is better. I agree. Yeah. I should say the yep. American. I'm sorry. What's that league gonna do when UConn leaves? I think they'll be fine. I don't know that I don't think they'll add anybody unless somebody makes sense. What do you think? Well, I would think Cincinnati needs to keep being Cincinnati ish. I think that's the challenge. SMU needs to you know, both those teams I think need to be high high level. It just depends if old Penny at, at Memphis how good they are too. Yeah. I, I just I think that you know, somebody's gotta win the games. I get it. But I think losing UConn hurts them a lot. It does it does hurt them, but I can see Houston, Cincinnati, SMU, Wichita State, and Memphis all staying pretty consistent. Like at least three of those teams be good every year. And then Temple every once in a while be good. South Florida and Central Florida maybe every once in a while be good. Um you know. But yeah, if they I mean, who who would you go after if you're that league? Um, good question. I let me think about that. Is Probably that want to raid Conference USA. You got to raid Conference USA. Maybe Louisiana Tech or Western folks, did Kentucky. You, folks, did you hear? If you listen closely, if you just rewind the pod a little bit, you'll hear how hard CJ clicks his mouse. I click it to hard. try and find. Yeah, to try and find the Conference USA team. He's probably on Ken Palm or something like that, or WarrenNolan.com, and he clicks. Yeah, I can hear it. Boof. And um, <laughs> uh, and uh, to find out which Conference USA team, he saw Louisiana Tech toward the top, and he picked them. Eric Conkle. Eric Conkle. Former, I, I'm just trying uh, to give the – Former Miami assistant, correct? I've met Eric Conkle. George, George Mason assistant. George Mason assistant also. Yeah, little known fact, little known fact. When Tim Miles left for CSU, Saul Phillips hired Eric Conkle for like two weeks. And then Conkle went back to George Mason. So he's actually <laughs> he a... He couldn't deal couldn't, with Saul. Could, he couldn't, yeah, couldn't handle Saul, couldn't handle the Bison, couldn't handle the Bison Sports Arena, couldn't handle the Fargo. So it's freaking cold up here, man. Yeah, so, so we could make a case, you know, Duffy Conroy's on that staff, but we, we could make a case that Conkle's soft. Eric Conkle's a soft person. And if he if if Conkle's career Okay, okay, he's soft. But if Conkle's career goes well enough, you could also make a case that he's in the Tim Miles coaching tree. Part of the tree? Part of the family. Part of the tree, right? You like that? If like I do. someday I do. he's a ACC coach and just crushing it or something, you say, Oh yeah, yeah. part of the Miles tree. Yeah, he was there. He, I, <laughs> he was we there. and we trained him in a hurry. We trained him in a hurry. It took two yeah. weeks. Yeah, he, I bet he gets gets after their ass, even though he's soft. Oh yeah, yeah, Gata. <laughs> so, um, uh, you know, and Rashawn Burno really is the only reason that Arizona State's having any success because he was there part of my know. tree for forty two days. And UCLA, I mean, they wouldn't be on the bubble without the miles. Let's team. face it. There's no doubt that if Michael Lewis isn't part of this thing, Cronin would be like he would not he would not be where they are. He knows that too. Yeah, yeah. And I could feel the appreciation yesterday. 
And I watch Oklahoma, and sometimes I think, man, this would be a last-place team without Molinari. We all know that. And Lon Kruger <laughs> needs help. What's Lon know? You know? Yeah. What's Lon know? Yeah. Yeah. He's, by the way, that's sarcasm, folks. Dripping. Sarcasm. <laughs> so we got yeah, our picks. We had a great – we have a great picks. show. I got a we meeting. Got to go Tim, Gotta Tim run. Breakfast. What What are you gonna eat for breakfast? What's the Timmy's order? Tumbling, Timmy's tummy's rumbling. It's um, rumbling. Yeah. Well, the Lewises and I are going out to one of these fancy wherever oh. the Kardashians hang out. Well, and, if the, well, if the Lewises are waiting, I feel bad now. Sorry, Lewises. They're they're nice people. They but, can't uh, hear you because I got the headphones on. It's too bad. Hey, how about you wearing headphones? Did you bring your mic? Guess who? You tell me. You tell me. Sound quality. I think you did. Of course I didn't. Oh, I'm not traveling with that damn mic. It's like eight pounds. <laughs> I already told you that. I have to pay extra and baggage. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're 20 episodes, 21 episodes in, and you can't tell if this is a mic or not that he's using? CJ, Michael, when CJ is off. They're, they're huge. <laughs> when CJ's <laughs> off, he's off. And today he's a little off. Today he's a little off. A little we off. St- started the podcast late. Uh, he came unprepared. We already heard him clicking around for information during the broadcast. <laughs> no homework. So your we pig, know your pig, your pig Latin shit threw me off. Yeah, yeah. He didn't get the shit runs downhill uh, thing either. Like, nope. you know the nope. the old throwback thing. So, I mean, or the pig Latin. Like, there was two versions of truth that you did not pick up on, or whatever it is. Uh, not truth, but something else. I'm blaming Irony. this one on. I, I played basketball last night. I'm sore as hell. I barely oh, slept. You, so I'm not blaming my kids. I'm blaming you, the basketball. Yeah, you always. You're such a blamer. <laughs> I mean, I've never seen. Never my like, fault. No, it's always the kids. Usually, the kids get something. They've done something wrong. Wrong, CJ somehow, and um, and and the, or the dog, and he knows at least he's bright enough not to touch. His mother-in-law, the saint. She's a saint. She's Jan a saint. the saint. And the um, saint. and uh, I've never even met the woman. I feel like I know her already. Like, oh, she, and, uh, she can't I'll hear bet. anything, though. She'd like you to because she can't hear much. Yeah, so. she, she's an in-law. She doesn't have your ears, right? <laughs> she, yeah, she's an in-law. She doesn't have my ears. So she'd just be – you seem like a happy guy, so she'd just be smiling. Even though if you were saying dickish things, she'd just think you were <laughs> a happy nice guy. Like – just sarcastic, snarky type of yeah, stuff. Yeah, she'd just be like, oh, be... he seems nice and happy. She'd be smiling. She'd love you. Are we having soup for dinner? Is that what we're doing? That's <laughs> what, like, huh? Uh, all right, Timmy, enjoy your breakfast, man. Eat, eat, hey. Enjoy some bacon. Peace some out. Some meats. I'm out. Hey, stay efficient, America.